You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 161. So how do high-achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business, and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. Hello, hello. How are you today? Okay. So we're going to talk about how to override fear. One of the things that stalls us out the most in pursuing our dreams and achieving them is fear. The problem isn't just that we're scared, though. It's a little more insidious than that. The problem is that fear drives our decisions and we don't even know it's happening. The clues are so subtle, we don't think that fear is steering our decisions and our actions. So today on the podcast, you're going to learn about the unexpected ways fear may be preventing you from achieving what you want and going after it. I also want to give you some insight into how I have handled this awareness and how I help my clients handle this so that they can override fear and take on what it is they want to take on. Before we jump in, I want to invite you to my latest masterclass called Focus 101 for Lawyers. The replay is up right now. Now, and inside you'll learn the areas that lawyers focus their attention on that keeps them spinning in indecision instead of taking measurable action towards their goals. And what we focus on is a habit, as you know if you listen to this podcast. And the only way to change our focus is to get awareness and use the tool I'm sharing with you during this masterclass. And when we learn how to change our focus, we start to change ourselves almost automatically. It just takes practice, and I'm going to show you how in uh, how to do all of this in the Focus Masterclass for Lawyers. Go to dinacataldo.com forward slash focus 101 to watch it now. All right, so buckle up and be sure you get out your notepad unless you're driving because you're going to want to take notes and then go back through this podcast. Okay, I want to make sure that you really get this all in. Let's talk about fear. So first off, Is there a problem being scared? No, fear is normal and it is a great way to know if there is room for growth for us. When I'm scared to do something, I know that chances are high that understanding and overcoming that fear will yield me big results. This isn't the kind of fear that comes with jumping out of a perfectly good airplane, okay? This is the kind of fear that comes up when you're being called to grow, to expand. If we allow fear to steer the ship, we won't take actions that align with what we want in our life. We have to get keen awareness of where fear shows up for us and then learn how to overcome it and take the action that's most in alignment with what we want. For purposes of this podcast, I want you to think of a goal that's felt out of reach for a while. Okay, I'll throw some examples out for you just to get your mind working. Maybe you've been thinking about getting your calendar under control so you can make time to start something new. Maybe you've been thinking about increasing your rates, promoting your practice or networking, getting your practice organized so you feel more in control of it. Maybe you want to get fit. Maybe you want to have more money or make more focused and present time with your family where you're not thinking about work. 
Do you have something in mind? Just pick one. Got it? Good. If you're not taking action towards your goal or you're taking a lot of action that isn't getting you the result you want, then chances are there's fear steering your actions. Our thoughts create our feelings and our feelings influence the kinds of actions that we take and our actions create our results. So it's really important for us to understand where fear is showing up because we are never going to take the best action towards our goal. In fact, usually it leads to inaction if we are running our lives from fear. Here are seven ways I'm going to run through that you can know if fear is influencing your actions or total inaction towards your goals. After I go through these, I'm going to give you some tips to overcome any one of these. And you may be experiencing more than one or two of these, and that's okay. Awareness is the first step to changing things for yourself. Number one, these are in no particular order, okay? I'm just saying them in the order they came to me. So number one, the first way to know that fear is driving your action is if you put things off. You may even put off making decisions or say you'll do things later when you know something will be helpful to achieve your goal. This can look like putting off networking to grow your practice, not looking at your bank account or making a budget, telling yourself you'll work out when you have more time. And of course, you never do any of this because you never make more time. Another way that you can tell fear is influencing your actions is when you say yes to commitments you really wish you said no to. You may find yourself overbooking your calendar to take new consults in a practice area you're closing out because your brain tells you that it's the smart thing to do, but it prevents you from growing the new practice area that you're excited about. It might show up by you not looking at your calendar and clearing space in it so you can make time to work out. Another way you can tell fear is driving your actions is if you say things like, I'm too busy right now. And you've said that for a long time. The truth is you're scared to do something that will help you grow. This can show up in you maybe putting pause on starting a blog or a podcast that's going to move your business forward because you keep telling yourself that you're just too busy to do it. Another way you know fear is in the driver's seat is if you feel overwhelmed. You may be saying something like, I'm too busy, or you may be saying something to yourself like, I don't know where to start, or I don't know how to ABC, so I can't XYZ, right? I don't know how to do a certain thing, so I can't do this goal right now. Now, this might show up if you have a goal that seems like a huge leap compared to where you are right now. Okay, It it could be anything, like you have a $0 business and you want to create a $300,000 business, or if you want to lose 100 pounds, or even if you just want to make 90 minutes a night total and complete family time without thinking about work. I mean, seriously, it shows up in so many different ways and areas of our life. Okay, number five, you focus on irrelevant actions. You focus on branding and website instead of networking, for instance. Maybe you focus on what other people are doing instead of what you want to do when it comes to raising your rates. And I actually talk about this specific case study example in the Focus 101 Masterclass for Lawyers about raising rates and the fear that comes with that and how we think about it. So be sure to sign up and watch it if this is an area that you're struggling with. Again, dinacataldo.com forward slash focus 101. 
Okay, the sixth way that you can know that fear is driving your actions is you indulge in something totally unproductive, but it feels really productive. (laughs) So for instance, you stay late at the office, even though you don't have a deadline to meet. You decide that you're going to empty your inbox instead of go to the gym, for instance. You might also do things like clean, bake cookies, do laundry, anything except take the action you told yourself you were going to take towards your goal. You might be laughing right now, but I have either done these myself or I have had clients who have done all of these things to procrastinate and then rationalize that what they're doing is productive, so it's not a big deal. The last and my favorite way of knowing fear is in control of your decisions is when your brain completely forgets about what you told yourself you were going to do and that you wanted. I have actually experienced this one myself. My brain didn't want to think about it, pushed it away, and then didn't make time on the calendar for it. Why does our brain do this? Why does our brain put in this fear stopgap that made all the best actions towards our goal like super hard, right? Like why not make it really easy. I mean, if it's supposed to help us grow and become the person we want to be, why would our brain make it so hard for us? The best analogy I have is a baby chick pecking its way out of its egg. Have you ever seen a video of this, right? There's actually, I was doing some research on this analogy because it it came to mind when I was thinking about this. The shortage of air inside the egg is one of the reasons the baby chick starts pecking at its shell. It's hard to do this, right? It takes a lot of energy and it takes about 12 hours to peck out of a shell. But they do it even though it's hard. And when they do, they are exhausted. They're weak. They don't have any protection. They're really vulnerable. But they also have gained a lot of strength from that effort. If we don't do the hard things, we don't get stronger. When we get stronger, those things that used to seem hard and scary, they get easier. Then we move on to the next growth stage, and those things are hard and scary. Then we do those things, and so on and so on. We are so fortunate as humans to have this ability to grow. It's the hard and scary that creates the actual growth. And when we stay in that fear state, we are contracted and you probably even feel it. If you resonated with any of what I said, like you might have clicked with some of it and recognized like, yeah, I don't feel expansive. I don't feel free when I'm doing those things. Making decisions from your circumstances will never change anything. They will never help you grow. Growth is always going to be hard and scary, and we always need to have faith in ourselves that all this effort is going to get us out of the egg. The reward for the effort is expansion. One thing to be aware of is that our brain confuses comfort, staying right where you are right now, with having the right answer. And I'm using my fingers as air air quotes around right answer right now. You should see me. It's kind of funny. It tells us that the right answer is going to feel good. Well, comfort feels really good, right? But how much has staying where you are, being comfortable, helped you expand and grow? The flip side of this is that our brain tells us that if we're scared or something doesn't feel good, we shouldn't do it because it might be the wrong decision. We waste so much of our lives 
trying to decide, staying in indecision, because our brains are scared of making the wrong decision. One way this showed up for me in my life big time was being a workaholic. I loved being busy. Busy was my comfort zone. I could work myself to the bone doing all the things all day, every day. And then my coach said to me, constrain your actions to only the most important ones in your business. I didn't want to do that. But when I did, I did it big time and it made an impact. I took Saturdays off. I cut more than half of what I was spending my time doing. And at first it felt wrong, right? Because my comfort zone was staying in the busy, doing the work. I had control over things if I was working. I kept thinking that I should be doing more. My brain kept telling me that I was making the wrong decision, but I decided that the discomfort was where my growth was. I know that that had been true for me in the past, and I made the decision that this was something that I was going to stick with. Sure enough, my coaching business started to grow more once I constrained my actions and I took time off. But taking time off didn't feel good for me at first. It felt scary because I had the thought that I had less control if I did less work completely untrue. It was just a thought, but it felt real to me. Think about the baby chick. That chick doesn't know if there's anything worthwhile on the other side of their egg. They just know that they need to expand their wings and breathe and feel free. So they peck their way out without knowing if they're making the 100% right decision. They just decide it has to be better than where they are right now. And maybe it's not such a conscious decision. It's more of an instinctual decision, right? It's an instinctual thing that they need to do in order to expand their wings, in order to expand their lungs. But it's the same concept, okay? So here are some suggestions I'm going to offer you to help you overcome any of the seven examples that I gave you earlier. First, say out loud what you want. Why do you want it? Then ask yourself why that's important to you. Ask yourself why until you can't ask why anymore. I don't know who says this. I think it's Simon Sinek, um, but I really like this because it gets you to the core of what it is that you want and why you want it. Is that really important to you? When we are really connected to our why, doing hard things becomes easier. We start to think about it in a different way. Like thinking about serving your clients in a bigger and better way is going to help you do the hard things instead of focusing on yourself and how things are really hard. You're focusing on how you can help others. That always feels better than fear. Write down what you want and why you want it. Look at it daily. This is going to help your brain begin focusing its attention on creating what you want. Just keep looking at it. Remember when I was telling you like my brain just wanted to make my goal disappear. It was like, nope, this is too hard. It's too scary. You don't really want to do this. And it totally blocked it from my brain for a week and I didn't do anything with it. Like really pay attention to what your goal is. Write down all the things your brain is telling you that you need to do to achieve your goal. This brain dump will release some of the overwhelm you might feel when you think about your goal. Number four, look at your list and ask yourself if it's true that you need to do all of these things. Cross out the things that your brain tells you you don't really need to do. The next thing to do is just pick one item off that list to do, just one. Then you're gonna schedule it. And then you're gonna follow through even if it's uncomfortable. I was on my Instagram stories um, 
I think it was earlier this week. And if you're not following me on Instagram, go to at Dina.Cataldo because I share a lot of these little personal stories there. So I woke up one morning, and if you know me, I wake up at four in the morning. You don't have to do this. It's not for everybody. But I wake up at four. And so usually I'm fine. It's like, okay, let's go. I'm ready. But there was one morning when I got up and I was like, oh, I promised myself I was going to go into my gym and go on the row machine for 30 minutes. I And I told myself, no, I'll do it later. And then I had a conversation with my brain and I said, no, it's okay. Like, just go out there. You're going to do it anyway. I know you don't want to, but we're, we're just going to do it. Okay. So I went out there and I did I did 30 minutes, but at 20 minutes, my brain was telling me, well, you don't have to do 30 minutes. 20 minutes is really good. And then I had to talk to my brain and I said, okay, I know you don't want to. I know it sounds really hard, but we're going to do it anyway. So once I finished my 30 minutes on the machine, I get up, I go into the kitchen and my brain tells me like, oh, you know, you don't have to take a shower right now. Why don't you just have your coffee? And I said, well, no, you know, you wanted to get dressed, you know, this is going to be best for you because you've got a call in the morning, go get dressed and, and take your shower and all that good stuff. And then you can get your coffee. And so I had that conversation with myself every step of the way, like every little thing that was uncomfortable. And I wanted to follow through, like I had to use that higher brain function to say, no, I, you, you said you were going to do this. Come on, let's, let's go. You know, kind of like you're, you're scooting a toddler through the house to get them out of the house, right? Like you're like, come on, let's go. Let's go. You can do it, right? You're doing it in a really loving way, but you're like, come on, let's go. You can do it, right? So once you follow through, even if it's uncomfortable, And then you're going to go back to that list you did and you're going to pick the next thing to do and wash, rinse, and repeat, right? Just keep doing it. Once you see something is scary or uncomfortable and you decide to have the courage to do it anyway, you start to exercise a muscle that gets stronger and stronger. Courage doesn't feel like confidence because that's the muscle that you're working, that courage muscle. It doesn't feel like confidence. It feels like being scared and doing something anyway. It feels like you're uncomfortable and you don't want to, and you do it anyway. Learn to make decisions that are uncomfortable and then take action anyway. When you do this, you'll start to learn that you're capable of anything, even if it's really hard. Now, if this episode resonated with you, think about how fast you could progress if you had a coach. Having a coach helps you compress the time it takes to get results because you have someone who can show you exactly what's going on in your brain every week and help you overcome and to use it effectively to achieve the results that you want. It's not passive learning like the podcast. It's active engagement that reshapes how you think and take action on your goals. If you want to work with me, I help lawyers who struggle with overwhelm and procrastination achieve their goals with more ease. Book a call with me to learn if we're a good fit. Go to dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session to schedule a time that works for you. All right, my friend, this was a fun one. I really enjoyed this one. And I think that it's so important that we recognize exactly what's going on in our brain or we're not going to be able to change anything. Thank you for listening and I will talk to you soon. Bye.